0: Royal family, it's Autumn Black, and I am back with another episode of the queen X Podcast. This is going to be a fantastic episode. I'm so excited to bring you guys today's episode. We have so many hot topics that we are going to discuss today. First off, I want to say thank you to everyone that came out um, last weekend and celebrated the farewell to United Vibes Culture and War. We had a farewell celebration wichita kansas we are closing the doors on united vibes culture and more as me and the ros embark on our travels we are going to be nomadic travelers traveling around this community this great country of the united states of america um, although it is ran currently by a raging psychopath um this is our land and we want to discover it and we want to see and meet all of the beautiful black people across this land um no matter where you're at you are our brother and our sister and yeah so we want to just grow and develop community um learn from one another and share that back home with our family and our friends and our community in wichita um because the midwest is a cultural desert so anyways yes thank you to everybody that came and hung out with us greatly greatly appreciated it we had a fan-fucking-tastic time And uh, hopefully there will just be more of that to come in the future. Um, Festivals and pop-up shops and yeah. Um, Also, thank you to everyone that took a listen to the last Queen X podcast episode where I had Empress Durden on. And we did an interview all about her as an author and about her latest book that she just put out. Do you guys hear the train in the background? I'm chilling at my mother-in-law's who just got back from a trip. Um, We went to Savannah, Georgia for about like five days, just got back and I'm recording this episode. Um, But yeah, that episode with Empress was a huge hit. Community loved it. Thank you guys to everyone that shared it on Twitter and on Facebook. I just, I love you guys. I don't even know what else to say. I absolutely love you. Um, So what are we going to talk about today? In today's episode, we, of course, have um, the royal fuck-ups as well as what I am the queen of or what I have been the queen of for the last, I don't know, how long has it been since we put out an episode? Two weeks-ish? What else? Um, Ooh, we have a... (laughs) topic that we're going to talk about. I don't exactly know what I'm going to name or title this episode, but basically the topic is going to be why are some black men bothered by free and happy black women? Why does it bother a little tiny slither of black men so much that Black women are now coming more and more into our power. We are coming more and more into our happiness, our joy, um, our purpose, and just living a carefree lifestyle. And there's some brothers out here that are pissed off about it. Also, you will um, have a Black Business Spotlight at the end of this episode. Black Business Spotlight goes out to K. Marie Yoni and Holistic Care. Um, I cannot wait to tell you about the products that I found from this black business. Um, so stay tuned. I'll be right back. Let's talk about balance, y'all. So this segment is where I give a balanced overview of things, um, areas in my life where I have royally fucked up. And then I balance it out by um, congratulating myself with a pat on the back and explaining to you things that I have been the queen of or ruler of. Um, so, this is why I call it like a balanced out segment because life is about balance. So, let's get into my royal fuck ups. My major royal fuck up for um, the last like week and a half has really been me engaging with energy vampires. And this is why I hate social media so much sometimes because it just allows people the space and the grace to just be complete animals. And I'm really bad about like not watching or not liking to watch people being attacked for no reason. So I like to put my two cents in, stick up for people or just say something that makes absolute rational common sense and negates any like monstrous words or activities that a person has going on and I always end up regretting it because at the end of the day people are on the internet to troll us people don't necessarily want to be monsters yes some people probably do have really fucked up perspectives but for the most part people are just saying anything and everything on the internet so that they could get a bunch of likes, a bunch of shares, a bunch of interactions, and they're really just out here trying to suck the living life out of us. So I royally fucked up by engaging um, with some energy vampires, but we'll go more into that in the main topic. To balance it out though, what I have been the queen of, okay, is unfriending and unfollowing people that have just not been like pouring into me or that I know don't mean well for me. There have been numerous people that I have known for X amount of time, days, weeks, months, years that I've known don't have good energy and good vibes and good intentions towards me, whether it's something that I did to them, whether I know it or I don't know it, doesn't matter. Um, Or if I didn't even do anything to them, but they just don't vibe with me, but I can, I'm really good about feeling people's energy. And I can always feel when somebody don't fuck with me or when somebody just doesn't have good intentions towards me. And because I really try to not just like cut people off, I try to just, I don't know, stay connected to as many people as possible because everybody always wants to put the Aquarius in this box. We're like, oh, you guys always want to detach from people and you have no feelings and emotions and blah, 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 blah. So i would be trying to not be that person. But I just need to own up to who I am and just live it. So that's what I've been doing. Um, I've just been really acknowledging the fact that me and everybody in the universe don't always vibe even if we vibe for x amount of time but we don't vibe you know after that like you just gotta let shit go and sometimes letting shit go means letting people go and don't be bothered by it so I've really just been owning up to that living in that doing it with no regrets and it feels really good to know that when I go to my social media pages or I go to a friend's house or Anytime that I'm in social settings and interacting with people that it's all positive, it's all genuine and authentic. That is the best feeling to just know that everybody that I'm interacting with right now is on the same wavelength or at least has the same intentions for each other. And that's good. That's positive. That's uplifting. It's empowering. um, And there's just nothing really that you have to worry about. So, yeah, that was really easy. Those are my royal fuck ups and what I've been the queen of. Comes the point in time in the episode where we get into the real shit, nitty gritty shit. Main reason why everybody comes to the podcast to hear either a me interviewing someone or b me ranting and rambling about some fuck shit that has happened out here in the universe. Sometimes I talk about positive stuff though, but today we're gonna talk about some fuck shit. So. This really, really upset me, guys. And I've noticed this is happening more and more and more and more and more. And I don't know why. So I'm hoping that I can spew out a couple of things. And then I wake up the day after I post this and I have like a slew of emails of people answering my question. Why do some black men hate? to see black women free and happy. What is the problem? What have we done to not deserve freedom and happiness? Why do we bother you so, so very much? Now, let me paint the picture for you so that you can really thoroughly understand what it is that I'm talking about. A couple days ago, I'm chilling, minding my own business, of course, on social media. I'm in this group on Facebook. It's a black women travel group. Homegirl posts a picture in the black women travel group, and it's a picture of a bunch of sassy, free, happy black women on vacation, probably on a foreign island. Maybe they're in Florida on the beach. Uh, I don't know, but they are black. They are free, and they are happy as fuck. In the background... Of this picture is a couple of five sisters and um, four old white men like when I say old white men I literally mean like old white men OLD they old it's obvious to everybody that these are old white men these sisters may know these old white men they may not know them what I do know is that they took a picture together and if you follow me on Facebook Instagram, um, Snapchat, Um, I'll post a picture for you so that you can see here exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so homegirl posts that picture and she's like, girls trip anyone. Everybody in the comment is laughing and joking. Everybody in the black women travel group absolutely loves it. These black women are free, they're happy, they're having a great time. We don't know exactly what's going on in the picture. People are obviously making jokes about them Um, having their vacation paid for by the sugar daddies. Um, Some women are highly, highly upset because, you know, uh, our ancestors didn't die to have uh, us on vacations, taking pictures with white men and being somebody's mistress or just people being people, whatever the case is. The post goes viral. Shortly, the po- post—absolutely not the post from the Black women travel group, but the original picture—goes viral within like a couple days. Um, these these sisters that have gone on vacation that took the picture with the old white men is all over the all over the place. Um, then, while me and the Ross were out on our uh, little excursion to Savannah to go and uh, deliver these vehicles. I'm on Instagram, once again, being carefree, being black, being happy, minding my own business. And I come across that picture on Instagram. Um, it's on a, on a page that I follow where it's a... Uh, it started out when I originally followed the page. It was a pro-black page. Like on here, just giving great, positive black encouragement. Um, soon... I realized that the poster is actually on some hotep shit and this black man is angry at the world. This black man is angry at black men. He's angry at black women. He's angry at white people. Um, He's not a happy person, just period. Anyways, so he posts the picture And, um, he posts this picture with a very derogatory caption. Um, in my opinion, it was very derogatory caption towards these women. And I'm going to read it for you. So the caption reads lost daughters of world emoji, find your crown or die a clown emoji being sexually, psychologically, and financially used by your enemy. Your crown is waiting to be reclaimed crown emoji. It's your choice. Okay, the caption in itself was just oozing and dripping with um, negativity towards Black women, but it was really the comments below the picture that were just ashy as fuck and just unhappy. And this is where, this is where me not being smart and entertaining the energy vampires really starts to take over. Like I literally got into a cyber battle with a brother, two brothers, it ended up, they ganged up on me because I left comments basically saying like, it's not fair that based off of this one single picture that you are going to reduce these women to being gold diggers, to being clowns, to being nothing more than women that are worried about. Um, having a hot girl summer in a negative way because I see nothing wrong with a hot girl summer Um, but having a a hot girl summer in a negative way but that only cares about weaves and extensions and getting your nails done and blah 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 blah. all these things that are just materialistic and basic Um, these sisters did not appear to be I mean I don't know their life story but I just nothing about that image and that picture made me think that that's what they were doing. Literally, the picture looked like happy, carefree black women on vacation, a vacation that they probably worked their ass off and saved, like, made so many sacrifices to make that a possibility. Um, And it was just, it was just disgusting to me that these ashy ass men would be in the comments just lonely as fuck like first of all don't you not have kids that you need to be entertaining a woman that you need to be um your queen your empress that you need to be entertaining or taking care of like why are you on this post on the internet worried about what these black women that you don't know are doing they're smiling they're happy they're not shooting up drugs they're not on crack they're not stealing from anybody they're not worried about you why are you worried about them It absolutely blew my mind. And I realized that this is just happening way too often. This is happening way, way, way too often. Every time black women um, find a space where we decide that we want to celebrate ourselves or celebrate each other, these ashy ass Negroes have to come in with their what about black men or just downplaying our successes. And first of all, I'm not taking away from the fact that black men have it hard. There's a war on black men and I understand that and I get that. But when a sister is saying something about herself or a sister is saying something about other black women in a positive space, that is not the space for us to talk about your problems. You have your own platform to do that. Don't bring that shit over here. Now, Let's back it up a little bit because I know I'm going to get a couple of people that are going to be like, damn, she really going in on black men. She's highly upset with black men. Not highly upset with black men. I'm highly upset with those kinds of actions. Yes. And I feel like we have a right to talk about it and to say, hey, can you fucking quit? Cut the shit. Can you cut it out? It's not necessary. But it really, truly got me thinking. It really, truly got me thinking about... Why? Why is this becoming a norm? Why is this happening more and more frequently? Why are black women being subjected to being put back in our angry black woman box when all we want to do is hop out that box and be free, happy, and black? That's all we want to do. I don't like feeling like I got to be... I don't like feeling policed. I don't like feeling like if I do X, Y, and Z, then the black woman police are going to come after me and say that's not a black a black woman characteristic black females don't do that black women are not supposed to do that you're shaming the culture you're shaming the community um no just let me let me do the things that autumn wants to do or that keisha wants to do or that whoever wants to do like i don't need you policing me and my actions back up off me bruh so, why do I feel like this is happening? I feel like this is happening because unfortunately, we are in a space right now where black women are, like I said, coming out of the box spiritually, financially, mentally. We are um, going to therapy at exponentially higher rates than black men are in 2019. We are leading the way in entrepreneurship and businesses um in creating spaces for us to grow and develop. Um, we are no longer feeling the pressure of needing to seek spiritual or religion uh, or spiritual or religious... We are no longer feeling the pressures of needing to seek spiritual and religious guidance from men. We are discovering that we are well within our own wits to be able to guide ourselves um or at least decide on where where we want to learn from what we want to believe um we've basically taken the shackles of society off and i feel like black men haven't figured out how to get outside of that box yet and this isn't going to be me talking about toxic masculinity and bashing black men. This is really me, this is really me saying that I feel sorry for black men. I feel sorry for black men um, for not being able to put that ego down because society won't allow the minute that you put that ego down, and you um, venture out and accept, Things that are not a cultural norm for you, then it becomes a problem for the rest of society. They don't know how to handle you. They don't know how to take you. So they tell you that you're soft. They tell you that you're weak. They tell you that you you acted gay. Um, All type of just negativity is thrown your way if you don't flex your masculinity. And it's getting really tired. It's getting really tired. It's getting really boring. It's getting just dry as fuck and um, it's causing a huge rift between men and women and more specifically because that's what I talk about black men and women and it's really really sad so I have a very very good friend um, that I've probably talked about her a hundred times on this podcast before um, who is a poet my homegirl Mies and she posted a facebook post the other day where it was an article that was discussing how um marriage is declining for millennials and in particularly especially um black millennials and the main reason being is because men um are not making enough money they basically chopped it up to um capitalism it was all about like uh, women are making more money than men. Um, therefore, women don't feel the need for men. And we all know this is not, I mean, those facts are probably true, but women don't want to have partners or look to be married based off of, like, I need somebody to financially take care of me. That's not what marriage comes down to. But what it does come down to is balance and equality. So, if we are now in a state where I am I am female and I am making more money than my spouse, and I'm taking care of all the bills, whether he's working or not, um, then the home life like becomes less of a priority for me and more it should become more of a priority for him. So instead of me getting off work, cleaning up the kitchen, and cooking dinner, and then cleaning the kitchen again, cleaning up the bathroom so that everybody can take showers and baths, help the kids with their homework, and all that good goodness, that's not, that's not what's happening anymore. If I am the breadwinner and we're able to take family vacations because um, mama got a good paycheck... Um, mama got a good bonus or whatever the case is, then laundry is not my responsibility. That's on you, my brother. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with me coming home and you got an apron on and dinner is popping and we about to eat almost as soon as I walk in the door. There's nothing wrong with that. I hear too many times Jameese was um, giving example after example after example of men Basically saying that that's a woman's job. That's a woman's job. That's a woman's job. That's a female, you know, that's a female trait. That's something that men don't do. So you telling me that men don't bring home the cauliflower? Y'all not bringing home the large paychecks and being the main provider for the family? And you're also not going to fold the laundry? You got me fucked up you got me and all my sisters fucked up we can go on this cruise we can take this vacation but whoever's not paying for the vacation is gonna be packing the snacks is gonna be making sure all the clothes are clean for the vacation is gonna be making sure that the bathtub is clean before we hop in this motherfucker like there's And don't even get me started on people that have kids. I can't even comment on people that have kids because I don't have any kids. So I don't even know what all goes into that. But now we're talking about other tiny human beings that just need you to live. Anything that they need. Clothes, food, water. I'm sick. My hair is in my face. Just literally anything. They need you in order to live. And you telling me that that is also her responsibility? No, because I know the majority of my listeners are women. We have got to figure out a way. And some of it is some of it is us. We put a lot of um, masculine expectations on men, um, and don't allow them to have checks and balance. So some of it is on us. So you know we'll we'll take that, but. We have got to figure out a way to um, let men know that you are still a respectful human being and worthy of me and our relationship, even if you don't make as much or more money than me. Like my amount of money does not make me any better than you. We are evenly yoked whenever we are working together. Money doesn't... Money doesn't matter in that instance. So I feel like a lot of the men that were on the post that was dogging out the sisters who um, took the pictures with the old white men were jealous and envious because these women did what it took in order for them to collectively together go on this trip and take this vacation. And they ashy asses was sitting at home in an apartment probably by themselves, probably on Tinder, swipe, swipe, swipe. Nobody swiped back like it's sad and it's degrading um but I just wanted to share that little thought with you guys I wanted to you know sorry about that guys my official ending actually got cut off the Ross called me right as I was about to end that segment but y'all get the drift. You know what I was trying to say. So moving on. Now we've got to the place where we are doing the Black Business Spotlight, where I get to tell you about a phenomenal Black business that I have come in contact with, that I have tried, that I have um, discovered, and that I support. So Marie Yoni and Holistic Care is owned um, by an herbalist um, on Facebook. Her name is Myesha Green. I think is how you pronounce her name. Could be just Misha Green. I don't know. Um, you can find her on Instagram at kmarie underscore yoni care. The website is kmarie dash yoni dash care dot my spot, my Shopify dot com. Um, so let me tell you, first of all, what she has. So, the K-Marie Yoni and Holistic Care has all holistic products. Everything is made from herbs. Everything is handmade by Maisha herself. And we're talking about not just Yoni steams for your vaginal care, but also Yoni bars of soap. Um, we're talking about washes for the Yoni. We're talking about, um, juices that she makes, um, Literally, the girl is so talented um, and she does everything with, I want to say science. We'll go ahead and say science. Everything that she does has a little bit of science behind it, um, but it's natural science. No chemicals, no um preservatives, just all nature. So we have, um, unicorn juice womb detox tea, um, vaginal bars of soap, um, Yoni refreshing spray. I'm on the website now, peppermint dick appointment wash, postpartum sits bath, rose gold feminine wash, sea moss tonic. And the sea moss, if anybody knows anything about sea moss, it is like literally the only thing that you need to cure anything like it's the cure all end all be all if you have the flu if from things as simple as a headache and the flu to as serious as herpes and aids seriously look into it She has um, shea butter, single yoni steams, uh, a new turmeric deodorant that she just came out with, um, a yoni wash called the High Priestess, and I've actually used these products myself. So I bought two things from her. Um, I bought some of her Goddess Feminine Wipes, and those cost me about $8. And I bought um, her Yoni Powers Bar of Soap. So let me talk to you about the Feminine Wipes first which currently right now I'm looking on the website she is sold out of I'm gonna hit her up and see when she's gonna have more of those because I can no longer live without them like she may just permanently be sold out because I'm going to buy all of them as you know with me and the Ross doing our um, nomadic lifestyle living life on the road I am in a very confined space all of the time which means that even when I'm on my cycle, I am in a confined space all of the time. And reality check, I don't get to shower every single day, but I am a woman and I need to stay fresh and I need to stay clean every day, especially my lady parts, especially when it's that time of the month. And these Goddess Feminine Wipes, I use them whenever I was, um, when we are staying with my mother-in-law, I use them on a regular basis. Um and absolutely loves them. But when I got on the truck, it really became a necessity because I don't get to wash all the time. But I needed these to be able to keep me fresh, to be able to keep me clean, um, because it was it would have been a mess. It would not... Okay, maybe that's not the proper terminology, but it would have been very uncomfortable and almost unbearable for me and the Ross if I was just out here, like not keeping it together. And thank you, Maisha. She kept me together. She kept me snapped. She kept me clean. And on top of that, I got the Yoni Powers Bar of Soap, which only actually cost five bucks. And I use that just on an everyday basis. Like this is the only thing that I clean my hoo-ha with. Now, I do, because uh, I made my own yoni steams, so I do yoni steams before my cycle and after my cycle, uh, and I think I'm actually going to do an episode where I just talk about my vaginal care routine, like what I do to take care of my vagina from just on regular days, on an everyday basis, and also specifically when I'm on my cycle, before my cycle, after my cycle type of thing, but anyways, I do yoni steams um, the week before my cycle and then um like uh probably about two to three days after my cycle ends um I do yoni steams then also but during my cycle I can't I can't yoni steam but I can use this bar of soap and the soap is actually made um with herbs in it so it's I'm not saying that it's just like a yoni steam but I'm still getting that freshness um because it is soap and so I'm cleansing but also that herbal care um, which is like very very important to me so it's made with hibiscus lemon oil and golden seal it says that it helps to fight infections bacteria infections yeast infections bv odor and maintaining a healthy ph balance and If you're a woman, we all know anything can throw your pH balance off. It can be something that you ate that threw your pH balance off. It could be um, your sexual partner that could throw your pH balance off. It could be a sickness or an illness that could throw your pH balance off. It could be a soap that you're using that could throw your pH balance off. But with this, I don't have that problem because the soap is literally for that purpose. To balance and keep it healthy and maintain it. I absolutely fucking love this. I love K-Marie Yoni Care so let me go back i'm gonna go to the wipes so i can tell you guys what exactly is in the wipes um let me i hope that she has it listed on here So the Goddess Feminine Wipes, Um, these natural ingredients will have your yoni popping for sure. Anytime you want to feel fresh, it is made with unscented castile soap, coconut oil, jojoba oil, tea tree oil, and spring water. And that's it. No chemicals, nothing that I can't pronounce, um, nothing that needs a warning label or anything like that. And you get quite a few wipes in there. And it is hella, hella damp I mean not damp moisturized like it is sopping wet these wipes are never going to dry out I absolutely love them I cannot wait until she gets more I'm about to send her a message as soon as I wrap this up because I need to know when I can get some more of those um on my next order I do plan on trying her oracle pussy oil it says that this yoni oil is great for keeping your ph balanced by massaging the oil after a shower a couple times a week you can even add a couple drops to your bath water It also prevents care from fungi and yeast infections with the blend of herbs of course it's going to help with any inflammation or infections simply massage it all around your vulva which is the inside of the vagina the lips clit inside of lips the ingredients for that are sweet almond oil lavender rose petals and more botanical blends all natural guys like literally what else do you need Um, she also has it in a oracle care package which comes with it's 80 bucks but it comes with like a bunch of stuff the oracle pussy oil i just listed is five dollars um we have let's see the sea moss tonic is 25 dollars rose gold feminine wash is eight dollars she is also coming out with a hair care line to help um help us keep our hair clean help us grow our hair this is a black owned woman owned business please go and support my sis give her some love give her a shout out tell her that your girl um autumn from queen x sent you and um support black business okay um, yeah, so I want to give a shout out to K-Marie Yoni and Holistic Care. Thank you so much for being a visible, present, Black-owned business out here helping our sisters on a daily. Again, follow her on Instagram at K-Marie underscore Yoni Care and hop over to her website k yoni caremyshopifycom peeps so royal family that concludes another episode of the queen x podcast thank you guys so much for chilling and vibing with me on this episode if you enjoyed our main topic and conversation tweet me and give me your answers um give me some feedback. Let me know if you think that I was wrong. Let me know if you think that I was right. Let me know if you have another perspective that you want to add on to it. You can tweet me at Queen Pod. You can comment and follow me on Instagram at Queen Pod. Friend me on Facebook. I'm Autumn Black. Um, and yeah, if you have um, any topics or suggestions of topics that you want us to talk about on the podcast that you would be interested in hearing my perspective on, um, email me at hello at queenx.co. I'm always interested in having guests come on. Y'all know, I love to do interviews with people. I love to just let people talk and give them like, give y'all their perspective. Um, definitely have some segments coming up with some therapists Um, that are going to be super, super dope, where I'm going to be doing a lot less talking and a lot more listening. Um, And what else do we have coming up? Oh, I'm going to be in the, I'll just say Texas, because I'm going to be in Dallas, Fort Worth, Austin, Houston um, area in October, end of September and October. And I'll also be in Louisiana. So if you are in the area, or you know someone in the area, or you know a black business in the area that you want me to go and show love to and support or interview or make a black business spotlight, tag them, tag them on Facebook, um, tag them on Instagram, um, or send it to me in an email. So once again, I love and appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for being a part of my royal family. And I'll holler at you later. Peace.